0: love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh then shop at kroger we give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the kroger app where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales giving you prices
1: that are lower than the everyday low
2: kroger fresh for everyone it's the big ten dollar sale so mix and match and get two three four five or even ten for ten dollars with your card so many great deals kroger fresh for everyone Considered one of the leading experts into the Roswell UFO crash of 1947, Kevin has written more than 25 books about UFOs, including the recently published Roswell in the 21st Century. Now, here's the host of A Different Perspective, Kevin Randall.
0: And we are back with A Different Perspective, and by that I mean from the last program, not uh, tonight yet. Uh, I am joined by Michael Horn. He is the authorized America media representative for building a reclusive living in a rugged rural area of Switzerland who claims he is still he has still ongoing contacts. He sta- claims that he has ongoing UFO contacts with Plegearn. I always thought it was Pleiadian, but we've changed that, I guess. Extraterrestrial human beings uh, which began in 1942 when he was only five years old. Michael is the producer-director of the new Billy Meyer documentary, The Spiritual Teaching of in Everyday Life, the writer, producer, and director of the award-winning film, and they, Did They Listen?, as well as the co-producer of the new documentary, As, as the Time Fulfills, which presents an abundance of ironclad, prophecies, accurate scientific evidence that irrefutably authenticates the Billy Meyer case. He is the writer and co-producer of the award-winning feature-length documentary, The Silent Revolution of Truth, as well as the writer, producer and narrative, the DVD, The Meyer Contacts, The Key to Our Future. Michael Horn joins me now, Michael.
1: Kevin, thank you for having me on. I think it's very, very gracious of you and I appreciate the opportunity. I
0: think the first question we need to answer here is, how did you get involved with uh, Billy
1: Meyer? Well, actually, um, I walked into a bookstore in Los Angeles in 1979, and I bought the first photo book called Contact from the Pleiades, UFO Contact from the Pleiades. And one of the things that happened at that time, I, I was looking at all the pictures, the evidence and what have you, and it was stunning. It was startling. And I didn't know... Uh, Actually, until fairly recently, again, when I revisited the book, all of the gems that were in there that would contribute even later on, many years afterwards, to my research and to my, uh, you know, my perspective that the Meyer case is singularly authentic, still ongoing, etc. So that was my uh, introduction by walking to the bookstore. Uh, It was only about... um, oh, seven or so years later, that I was in a place called Sedona, Arizona, where I uh, met someone who lived in LA, as I did at the time, one thing led to another. We spoke about UFOs, Billy Meyer. He told me when I came back to LA to get the um, the contact reports from him. That was 1800 pages of transcripts of Billy Meyer's uh, conversations with the alleged Pleiadian people, whatever we want to call them. I did, and that began the next phase of my study. And then in 2000, I went to Switzerland for the first of my 18 visits, 18 trips, uh, each time spending uh, time with Meyer, talking to him, uh, asking questions. I did a lot of filming. I tried to trick him four times in three years to see if he might be fibbing about something or other and found that he wasn't. So I, you know, I go back to 79 on it and I'm still doing work on it to this day.
0: Well, uh I guess the next question I would have is, um, we had had some discussions via email, I guess, and um, you had mentioned a fellow who had a military background and I asked about the vetting process. And what you did was you sent me an interview that had been conducted by Alejandro Rojas with Jim Delatoso, And I wondered if that vetting process was in there, but it wasn't, so I guess, you had sent me that, that interview with uh, Delatosa. Why, why did you send me that particular interview?
1: Oh, um, actually, well, I'll tell you. Um, but first, I do want to clarify that, as you know, uh, when you pointed that out subsequently, I sent you uh, and this guy, Joe, a contact email inviting you two, as military guys, to communicate directly with each other so it wouldn't be filtered through me. Now, I don't know if you did take up that invitation from him as well to converse with him. But I will tell you about the Jim de part, now that you've asked that. I sent that because one of the things that a lot of the critics, I think yourself included, have claimed is that the original negatives were never analyzed in the Billy Meyer case. And it turns out that in that interview, as well as in printed documentation that we've had available for well over a dozen years, actually it goes back about 30 years, uh, Jim Delatoso did report on the careful examination of four first, you know, negatives right there. Plus, he examined numerous other photographs, and he created uh, photogram—I uh, think it's called photogrammetric procedures for analyzing photos, including. And he mentioned this in the interview, Kevin. He mentioned that sometimes second and third degree prints can be very useful as well, and he explained why. I mean, we can go into any of that that you want, but that is to explain why I had sent you that, because that had been sent to me, and I, I didn't ever know that De La Toso had done an interview where he explained his original in, uh, examination of original negatives.
0: So you find Jim De Toso is a credible source?
1: Well, wait, you know what? Here's what I, how I answer it. There's so much information in this case, and so much evidence that I think if we're going to be fair in examining it, we should do it as investigators. You're a researcher, investigator, I am too. The first thing one has to do is really start at the beginning. Jim DeLotoso is several years past the beginning, as a matter of fact, almost 15 or so. The real beginning, as I think you know, is the unimpeachable and irreproducible 1964 foundational evidence from India, which Meyer, uh, you know, constitutes or is constituted. That
0: that wasn't my question. My question was, do you find Jim Delatozo as a credible source? Well,
1: I, I'm, I'm trying to start with you on a professional basis so I can answer that credibly, because I think that that question is more <clears throat> pertinently answered by the people that look and review his procedures. And if you've obviously read the entire photo analysis he did, correct? Yes. All right. So I could say to you, well, what are your objections to it? But we're ahead of ourselves. Because here's here's the fact, the, the thing is, I see it. So many questions, so many claims and charges against the authenticity of the Meyer case have been launched when the actual irre- irrefutable proof of its authenticity, I say it exists, but it should certainly be established. But before- you say, but but...
0: You have said that uh, Jim Delatoso did all this analysis of the Meyer photographs, proving that they are authentic. My question is, is Jim Delatoso a credible source for that kind of analysis?
1: Again, Kevin, I, I'm not trying to play gotcha here with you. There's three, you know, there's, there's other people that have independently examined the photos, and you yourself can run a test on one of the photos using Photoshop. So before I go and endorse Uh, let's say, Jim De is the ultimate expert on that, I would say that so far, from what I know, his work has not been refuted, credibly refuted, and substantiated. But again, we're 15 years ahead of ourselves. If the evidence from 1964 is authentic, that's where we start because it means that Meyer has presented to us the most singularly important evidence and situation in human history contact with extraterrestrials if not then we could dump the case there probably too
0: well since we're not going to get an answer to that question well,
1: about you're Jim an I'm a, excuse me kevin i'm a professional who's been investigating for no,
0: I didn't, no we don't need the credentials here i wanted it i had a very specific question for a very specific reason jim teletoso had claimed to have a uh phd from mcgill university that turned out not to be true that imp- that Certainly affects his credibility.
1: It may. It's fine. As I he said.
0: also he also said, and he went with Wendell Stevens to the what is it, Dizanza Desan- Systems, to take a look at the photographs that he had. They had photographs there, according to Tony Ortega in the new uh, the Phoenix New Times. Uh, they were told that uh, they came to. Dianza, under the pretext of wanting to buy equipment. They dis- demonstrated to it, and they stamped many pictures and left and made no data interpretations whatsoever. So he's been using that as evidence that the photos are authentic. Well, no, well-
1: actually, let me interrupt you here. First of all, we can get into a lot of he said, she said. We've got people that signed off who are phenomenal experts in all their fields, photography, special effects. I mean, Michael Malin, Mars Mission... They've all endorsed the authenticity of Myers' photos, but here's something else. I, um, I just put out a blog tonight before we came on the air. I finished it about a half hour before. And in there, uh, and it was sent to you an email as well, you're going to see something you may not have seen before, which are photographs from the original analyses of the photos, not negatives, but of the photos that use photogrammetric. Uh, oh gosh, that word, photo uh, analysis, Plus, it used thermography and a bunch of
3: edges. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter poms. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: Enhancement, haze analysis, all technological tools for assessing whether a photograph is genuine, meaning whether the object is a three-dimensional large object distance from the camera or a model or special effect i reproduced in the blog for everybody to see now and believe me that is now out in the world and it will be spoken of quite a bit that's from 1979 that has never been argued debated or debunked that is you know the other side of the coin but we must not avoid. Is this case real or not? Then we can march through all the evidence and there is a lot of it.
0: But uh, we keep diverting from uh, the questions. I mean, we have an instance where they went into a specific inst- institution. They claimed that they were, and I say they, it would be Deletoso and Wendell Stevens, claimed that they were going to buy the acute computer equipment, that they uh, then printed those pictures, that they Gathered at that organization, they, the uh, modifications to it. They gathered at its organization and made some claims in the book that you talked about there, mm-hmm. that said uh, that uh, this kind of proved the authenticity of the pictures. But when the people at the uh, company, Anza, were asked about that, about um, the thermogram. The color density separations, the low frequency properties and all of this sort of thing that they claim proved that these were uh, true. And in fact, you could see the ground reflected in the craft's bottom eliminate the double exposures and that sort of thing. And the uh, fellow at the company Witty said, no, we put those colors in the photo. Jim Delatoso said, can we make the bottom of the object appear to reflect the ground below? I said yes, and we performed the operations. They then printed the pictures as if that had been some kind of significant al- analysis. And all they had really done was modify the pictures at the request of Stevens and Delatoso, which suggests that there's manipulation going on, and Delatosa later said that the captions were misleading. And now I have to take a break, I see, on the clock, and we will get back to that. um, Mm -hmm. those points when we come back here in just a moment. Uh, The blog that you want to look at would be www.theyfly.com, and I always put additional information up on my blog at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. We will return right after these short messages.
2: 213- 4010080 to listen on any phone anytime anywhere. Remember 2134010080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24/7 365.
0: We have returned. I am joined by Michael Horn, who is the authorized America Media representative of the Billy Meyer contact case. We were talking about this uh, photo analysis that had done at uh, D Anza uh, Systems there in San Jose, California, and the fellow who had been uh, uh, talking about that was a guy named Ken Didwitty, who worked at the corporation, and. Uh, told us about the captions on the photos, uh, what were their interpretations, but not Dinwiddie's or De Anza's uh, systems, uh, uh, explanations or interpretations. And he he said that nothing we uh, did would have defined what the results meant. So we have an expert in the field who uh, was, not actually an expert in the photographic field, but a, but a person who had been involved in some of this analysis, and he said it really wasn't analysis. It was more of a
1: sales tool. Uh, All right, so I'm sure you'd like me to respond, so I will. What we have is a he said, he said kind of a debate, and it can easily be resolved because these days we can have somebody take a look at those photographs that also do independent analysis. You know that there were three new independent analyses done on two sets of photos, meaning two uh, categories of Myers photos and on one film, and they are deemed singularly authentic with the now available computer protocols so that anybody can duplicate that. But I want to say one other thing. Um, This is an interview. It isn't grandstanding on my part or your part. So since you mentioned early on that I had uh, introduced you in effect, to a, an expert that I knew, a military one, I will, for the benefit of the audience, explain that this man was the top level, the highest rated researcher. No,
0: no, test- no, no, I don't want to go there at this point. We'll get to well, that later on, but that's taking this discussion in a direction I don't want to go at this point. Well, I, I, I want to.
1: Excuse me. You're interviewing me. I'm a researcher, and if you had the credibility as a researcher that I do, you might Be a little more patient so that your audience can understand that you are trying to prevent me. Since you just quoted an expert who disagreed with somebody, you know that the U.S. Air Force Office of Special Investigation, top-level investigator from 61 or 67 to 71 or so, is this man, Joe Tisk. He said personally to me, and he's tried to make it available to you, the Meyer case is 100% singularly authentic, and unless you can debunk the 1964 evidence, you need not even proceed any further. This is a man who vetted personally George H.W. Bush. General Westmoreland was hired by the Air Force to also ferret out spies. The former prosecutor and trial attorney, Robert Joyner, also said this is courtroom quality scientific research. The case is authentic. Now. If you want to go into he said, she said, he said, that's fine. But, if but you're you quoting you're, you're
0: you're what you're doing is called appeal to authority, which man. is not scientific evidence. It's an attempt to uh, it's a debate point.
1: It so is not good scientific evidence. Authority. You just appeal to authority, and that's no, t- no. yes, you did. Excuse I- me. Look, I've been through this with people who run that appeal to authority and peer review stuff, and then as soon as you quote experts, they say you're appealing to authority. You can't have it both ways, Kevin. This is either true or it isn't. You well, have declared that the Meyer case is a hoax, and you absolutely. Produce, you produce and I, stuff look, to- I look
0: at the evidence that you put us on your website. You talked about Neil Davies at Design Technology, who said that he found no evidence of hoax in the Meyer photographs. But he looked at prints. He looked at second-generation prints, and he also said in that very same interview that you need to look at the uh, you need to look at the whole uh, sequence of the prints. You have to look at uh, the negatives to get a good idea of what's going on. That's another guy who said that he, he says that there's no evidence of hoax in the second-generation prints, but he's also saying that we haven't had an opportunity to look at the negatives.
1: So, as I said unless you can show that this man in 1964 with a 1940s Kodak Bellows camera hoaxed some 80 UFO photos of which 11 still remain with an eyewitness, a young woman, and an, and her associate, who remain to this day, the woman being a former UN diplomat, both of whom have been vetted by a military evaluator for reading body language, including Joe Tisk, two, pe- two military experts, you want to move on to this photographic expert and that one. Since you say it's a hoax, simply explain to me how did Meyer hoax the 1964 evidence, which is irreproducible and establishes the single
0: view. I've seen I've seen some of those pictures, and they're easily re- reproducible, hoaxable, by using a photographic enlarger as you print the pictures. There's yeah. nothing extraordinary about that. And the article that's referred to about that was written by a an Indian newspaper man, who. Um, probably didn't bother, didn't have the opportunity. He, he he just reported what Meyer told him without bothering to, to, back, to, to investigate it. He said that there were about 80 photographs, not that there were 80 photographs, and he said that Meyer had had 400 stolen. I don't know why people would steal 400 UFO photographs. Well, but, 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 but here's another question, here's my question to you, which is, um, are there, We've, we've looked at some of the photographs. We've proven that they were faked. They, no, were, attributed, they, were, pri- they were attributed to Meyer. There's 230 of them that have been a lim- at least 230 of them that have been limited. least right. the, the uh, photograph of
1: uh, Dean Martin's uh, dancers. The Oh gosh, uh, really photograph. Made a, Kevin, you've made a huge mistake and you should have read the whole block I sent out. We have now proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that those photographs were not faked by Meyer. Now, I'll back up No, I
0: read the whole thing, and I know what you're going to say, that they were substituted by somebody else who wanted to make
1: Meyer look bad. No, no, no. Hold on. You said something just a moment ago that your audience should know is so silly that you shouldn't have said it. You're talking about a man using an enlarger. Now, let's just fill in the details. The 1940s Kodak Bellows-type camera, which my father had, (laughs) prints up when they're developed these little black and white photographs, they're not a large Myers traveling through Europe with a backpack. Do you know the size of an a larger a photograph? I know
0: all tra- about how that works and I can tell you exactly what the photographs look like when you examine them. They look like and that's why we need the negatives, to see if that flying cross was really in the negative. So, yeah. But the negatives haven't been produced for scientific analysis. In fact a lot most of the photographs haven't been produced for scientific
1: analysis. So when you were in Switzerland looking at those photographs in his album, you thought those photographs were faked? I said I saw the photographs.
0: I said nothing about going to Switzerland.
1: Oh, so, that, so here is a, the only claimed ongoing UFO contact case with 125-plus witnesses, photographs, all sorts of stuff, the original locations where I've been. But you haven't gone there. You're telling me photos are faked that you haven't seen? Now, wait. I am not wait. Photographs. I can look at
0: the photographs and tell you how they're faked. You also reported that 230 of them have been faked. You also said that they were faked by somebody else. They weren't taken by Meyer. Although for decades they were, they were said these photographs were taken by Billy Meyer. Now when it had been proven to fake, they say, oh well, no, those photographs were substituted by the Men in Black. Maybe the CIA
1: had done it. You know what? You're really not going to roll over this so simply. Here's the thing. Not a one of those 230 photographs, which were disavowed in the 1970s by Meyer and the player, not a one, was of a UFO. We happen to know that every one of the UFO photos we have published or Meyer's published, the 617 digitally enhanced ones in the newest photo book, all of those are authentic, 617. Not a one of them has been attacked by a skeptic to claim that it's a hoax photo. You cannot prove that Myers' photos from sixty four are a hoax because wait a minute, you said- wait a minute. I don't have to prove they're a hoax. You
0: must prove that they're authentic and you have failed to do so. That's the crux of the argument. No. It's not incumbent on me to prove that he's focusing this stuff. It's incumbent so. on you to produce the evidence. And I'm saying the evidence has been refuted. The evidence is not as authentic as you'd like it to believe. And there's a great number of problems with it. <laughs> In fact, Jim Lorenzo and this is what, another point I wanted to make when Jim Delatosa was on the. Uh, uh, um, program that you sent me, Deletoso had said about Jim Lorenzen that, um, he said that the Lorenzen's had taken no position that I could interpret, which is untrue. Jim Lorenzen said on the very first book that was printed that he was asked for a, um, comment about it. And he said, it looks like very good art. When that was challenged, when, when, um, the book was published, uh, the, uh, I guess the endorsement wasn't quite the way he'd said it. And Jim Lorenzen sent a letter to, I think it's Tom Welch and the elders. And it was published in the 1979 issue of the APRO Bulletin, where he said that um, he described the Meyer photos as art. And he said, my current inclination is, and has always been that the case is an elaborate hoax. So we have Jim Delatoso saying that Jim Lorenzen had no indication, and we have very good evidence that Lorenzen uh, thought the whole thing was a hoax from the very beginning.
1: Kevin, you're interviewing me tonight, and I put something to you that you cannot credibly answer. You're talking to me about a man 27 years old walking around the outskirts of Delhi, India, supposedly carrying a photo enlarger and getting.
0: I a- never said a- that. Well, I excuse said me. that the way you fake that
1: photograph. And you you don't take that photograph with the 1940s codex bells. Now, look, here's the deal you're claiming that that's so without evidence. You have claimed that without evidence. I am telling you that the 1964, you, you tried to attack the fact. That a reporter with no axe to grind in 1964 is describing UFO photos that we still have today. You're trying to make it look like he's some kind of a joker? That's just- nope, 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 nope,
0: nope. I'm not trying to, I'm saying that he did the same thing Phil Jones said when he interviewed Frank Kaufman. He accepted what Kaufman was saying as the authentic, That's- as is- authentic and ran
1: that- with it. Kevin, please, don't insult the intelligence of your listeners. He's looking at the photographs. He doesn't care what the guy's saying to him. He reports, yes, man says he's been here and done that. And I'm looking at photographs, 80 UFO... Where did he get 80 UFO photographs? In the middle of nowhere in India, 1964. And as Joe Tisk says, unless you can credibly answer that and substantiate it, you're done. Don't worry I- about Joe Lorenzen. Answer the primary foundational evidence in this
0: case which establishes I'm saying I'm saying the evidence the evidence is flawed and you <laughs> won't listen to that I'm going I'm going to I'm gonna have to I'm going to have to take a break here we're coming up on on the time frame and what I wanted to get into is another statement that you had made about the um, I wanted to get into the prophecy aspect of the, of this whole sure. thing as well because I think that's an important place that we need to go um, because you had said that uh, no one on earth in all recorded history actually has produced anything remotely closely to Billy's stunning record of unparalleled prophetic state accuracy. Uh, since he hasn't made any erroneous predictions that we are aware of, there's no irrelevance to the idea of hedging one's bets. How do you hedge bets when you actually accurately foretell specific events, locations and years and that sort of thing. And I wanted to get into that and we're going to, we're going to run out of time and I think we're going around and around in the, a photograph thing with me saying one thing, you saying something else, and we're never going to come to a meeting of the minds. But I do okay. want to talk about the prophecies. I say again, if you uh, want more information from the Billy Meyer aspect, uh, the, from the proponents of the Billy Meyer case, take a look at www.theyfly.com. I will have additional information on my blog at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. And always... Uh, We have a bunch of things in there as well that uh, help you link to it. So we will be back right after this. So stick around.
2: Ancient prophecies, legends, and current events indicate we're entering a high-frequency era supporting enlightenment. During expansive times, old rules fail, necessitating access to the ever-shifting currents of life for guidance. There's an ancient form of shamanism through which we can obtain the information we need. I'm Gwelda Wiecka, founder and director of Path Home Shamanic Art School, with a great new provision for those interested in spiritual evolution and personal empowerment. Galactic Shamanism, Art of the Ancients, Key to Tomorrow, is an upcoming series of leading-edge online affordable classes designed to guide and support you and your family during these times of transition. Embrace the magic. Empower your life. Study Galactic Shamanism at FindYourPathHome.com.
0: As I promised, I am back. I am joined by Michael Horn, who is the authorized American media representative for Billy Meyer. His website is www.theyfly.com, where you can learn everything you need to know about Billy Meyer and his uh, experiences, I suppose. I did cut off the uh, debate about the... Um, photographs here because it seemed that we were going back to the same points over and over again and the assumptions were being made. And I did want to talk about the prophecies that Billy Meyer has made uh, over the years. And he's made, made many, many, many of them. Um, and I, I read a statement and I, I think that uh, was pretty much your, is, is your um, beliefs today, is it not? Uh, no, it's my knowledge.
1: I don't believe in anything.
0: Okay, we can split a fine here if you want to, um, and you and and you talk about the prediction the accuracy of these predictions. That's correct. Um, how many of them are
1: plagiarized? The predictions. Yes. None that I know of. I know uh, Myers, you know, for instance, Myers the first person to warn about the the damage to the ozone level. Or layer.
0: Uh, that's simply not true. Really. Yeah. And, and, and we know we, in, in 1975, I think it was February of 1975, he talked about the damage to the ozone layer. Yeah. The information had already been published in the New York Times and the, uh, in the I think the uh, magazine Science, predating that. We have no um, corroboration of his contact reports from 1975. The first time that was published, I believe, was 1979 or 1980. So we, we have a discrepancy there.
1: Uh, actually, you're wrong. And where you're wrong is with this particular, <clears throat> well, let me, let me give you the, the exact quote since you appreciate that. Through the guilt of the people, all storms will assume increasing and more violent forms, such as hailstorms, blizzards, and flooding rains. As, however, also, the ozone layer will become very dangerously damaged. July fifth, nineteen
0: fifty-one. Okay, when did uh, that? When was that published?
1: Well, the first time it was published was in nineteen fifty-one. When, with the help of one of his teachers, I think it was something in the neighbor, uh, neighborhood of about a few thousand copies. Letters. Three thousand. Yeah, about 3,000 letters were sent out. Um, now, of course, here's a 14, uh, let me see if I got it right, 14-year-old guy uh, living in rural Switzerland in 1951 with nothing to gain by doing this. But it wasn't only at that time that he did. In 1958, he specifically said, also when nature defends itself against the human madness of planetary destruction, the Earth becomes ever more naked and less fruitful. And through well, let's, the- let's, human- talk,
0: let's let's talk about this 1951 letter because I'm I'm just absolutely fascinated by that one. Um, he made three thousand copies. How did he do that?
1: Uh, with the help of a teacher at his school, I think they had like a primitive copy machine, but I don't know. I was a copy
0: there. machine, hmm? or did they did they use a
1: mimeograph? Does it matter to you really that much? Well, yeah, because
0: I'm trying to figure out how how a 14-year-old boy made 3,000 copies of this letter, which would have taken 12 reams of paper in 1951. And what happened to all those letters?
1: Well, they were sent around the world in 1951. That's some, what, 66 years ago? Would you like to see if there's an original left? Because he didn't get responses. I think he got one response. So as an investigator... We would be curious, wouldn't we, about all of this information and all of the claimed prophecies? And we could go, you know, into so many. But I think one that might be of special interest to you, one thing that would be of special interest to you, Kevin, would be just how Meyer managed to scoop all of our astrophysicists. I, well, I, first
0: of all, I don't think he did. I, I, I. Say that the letter was not published until 2005, 2006, nice. and it's because one of his uh, Palladian pals gave him a copy of it because he didn't have any more of it, according to the documentation that was published on a number of websites.
1: Well, so you're, now you're impugning his honesty. So let's go to something that you could really sink your teeth into. Well,
0: let's let me do let me do one other thing here before we before we do that because I, I I find one of these uh, I, I asked about him plagiarizing the um, some of these. Um, predictions that he had made, and there's a, a long list of those things uh, that he said. And he, one of them, he said um, that, um, well, uh, that that uh, there would be a space man spacecraft to Venus. And uh, I'm wondering how you would land a spacecraft on Venus. Where was that? Uh, it, it's it's. Um, in a number of the of the predictions that were, uh, let's see if I have the exact sor- source here. I know that um, it's in it's in um, one of the listing of predictions he was talking about uh, creating a new energy. This would this would come in 2028, creating a new energy source, probably controlled thermonuclear reaction. hunger is gradually being overcome. Launched a manned spacecraft to Venus. That was actually uh, predicted also by a guy named Venga. Um, so we're wondering about, Meyer, Meyer's prediction was, Venus will be particularly interesting for terrestrial human beings during the period, and for that reason, man will contemplate sending a manned space capsule to the volcanic planet. So what I'm saying here is that the, some of these astounding predictions he made has actually been predicted by other people
1: prior to him. First of all, number one, it doesn't make it wrong, but let's give you, you know, look. There was a new scientific discovery that was just made within the last month or two, right? And that is that gravity, this is a new scientific discovery that's warranted tremendous press in the scientific community. Gravity actually has a speed to it, it's the speed of light. That was just discovered, Kevin. However, Billy Meyer, on December 31st, 1988, and this has been online on my site, or pardon me, on Future of Mankind since 2007, he asks a question about the speed of gravity, and he refers, he says, he was told that it was the same speed as light. And- well, that's
0: an, inter- that's an interesting, interesting point, but that still doesn't get around the problem of landing a manned spacecraft on Mars. I don't know. I mean, he, I'm sorry, not Mars, on Venus.
1: That's one of those debatable things that he does not, first of all, I don't know if he said they'd landed or that they would send one to Venus, but the other thing his is. His
0: quote, his quote was, man will complicate comp- contemplate, contemplate sending a manned space capsule to the volcanic planet, and that's was Venus. Terrestrial human beings during this period, for the uh, and for this reason, man will contemplate sending a manned space capsule to the volcanic planet. We know it's impossible because it would melt. And you had said that we'd found no evidence of any of his predictions being wrong. Stunningly accurate predictions. What we have, what we, what we have here, is a list of predictions that he's made and has been published long after those those facts have been
1: established. Kevin, he never said that they would land a space capsule on venus he said they would send one in a man space capsule and that is the same way we originally have our own capsule circling the moon at whatever distance mm. however i just gave you a specific bit of information that meyer could not have known in 1988 that is copyrighted has been online for the past 10 years. It is the most astounding new scientific discovery. And you want to talk about a, a capsule that Meyer never said would land on Venus. This is what's called being disingenuous and of course you wanted to get off the photographic discussion because when you have an no
0: no i I wanted to get off the photographic discussion because i wanted to talk about the predictions because you said they were so accurate i'm saying we can find lots of holes in those predictions and they're not that accurate and you keep you keep moving the discussion in the direction you want to go i'm saying i've got a list of predictions here we've got the moons of jupiter we've got the alien autopsy stuff and i'm saying that when he's come out and said specific predictions it's always been after the fact it's been no. the pu- the published it's information is after the fact you cannot prove that he made the predictions prior to the events
1: you just that's what I'm you saying just, you just mentioned moons of Jupiter because you want to focus on what Meyer could have said that would have been inaccurate about Alma or whatever but what you're neglecting to say and this one I know is that Meyer accurately predicted the most singular important discovery of the Voyager mission, that was that Io was the most volcanically active body in the solar system. He predicted that, published it, if you will, in October of 1978. Wendell Stevens happened to casually mention already having that material in his possession traveling back to the States when he arrived on the 9th, on the 12th of March. 1979, NASA JPL announces the single most important discovery of the entire Voyager mission is what Meyer published in October 78. And I called Dr. Joseph Averka, who was at Cornell University, and worked on that project and told him, sent him an email with Meyer's information, called him up and he said, well, if he said that, then he was absolutely right. Now, do you want to argue with that, or do you want to pick on the fact that Meyer said 200 kilometers the size of the moon and it's 250, or do you want to go to the place where Apophis, the, the asteroid, NASA first dismissed the threat of it, and now they've readjusted their size estimate down to within 75 meters of what Meyer published back about, oh, 15 years ago. You want to play gotcha, I'm going to play gotcha with you, Kevin, and you're going to look silly. But
0: go ahead and try it. Um, sure, why not? He said that um, there were seventeen moons of Jupiter. They're over sixty. No, what happened was when he said that. Isn't that interesting? There's always an excuse about why the information that he published earlier has been modified to cover the information that comes later. Okay. And you can't offer you can't offer any corroboration of these things that you're saying prior That's- to the events being announced. Widely.
1: Kevin, why don't you read every. You know, you, you're one of the guys that goes in and looks for the dirt. You're not an investigator. Let's get that clear. On wait the seven, a minute,
0: wait a minute. Let does not degenerate
1: into name calling, which you have a very good habit of doing. Kevin, you are trying to defeat the core question here, number one. Now let's get right to the 17 moons. What Meyer was told by the Aaron is your scientists define moons differently in size. We have specific recommendations. Our our criteria for moons are thus and so, and therefore Jupiter has X number of moons. Saturn has X number of moons. They told him with Saturn, yeah, your scientists are going to get it wrong because they're going to come up with dozens of moons that are really the adonid asteroid pieces. I wish you had done your research and knew what you were talking about. It embarrasses me to talk to you this way because I don't usually get incompetence from an interviewer. Okay,
0: that's enough. I do not want you calling names anymore. I have been very careful in not calling any names during this discussion or in all the nasty emails that you've sent me over the months. I have been very careful about uh, about calling names. I was very careful in the very beginning. I said I did not believe the Meyer case, meaning simply that I just did not accept it until I I saw the evidence. Later on, I came to a different conclusion. But I have to say one thing right now that you cannot interrupt me on because I have to take a break I can't stop it I'm ducked against the the timeline again the website uh, take a look at the alternative explanations and all this sort of thing is at www.theyfly.com you can take a look at my take on this stuff from uh, www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. we will be back right after this for the last segment I am joined by Michael Horn, who is the authorized American media representative for Billy Meyer. We seem to have a disagreement on stuff. One of the things I wanted to get into was asking him about abductions, but I don't think we're going to make it to that tonight, which is too bad because I think that would be an interesting thing to talk about. Um, We were talking briefly about the moons of Jupiter and the difference of, I guess, the definition of moons between what uh, the – Palladians say, and what our Earth scientists say, and that sort of thing. I'm not sure that's going to take us any
1: anywhere at all. Um, right. So let me say something, Kevin. Okay, me... go ahead. Yeah, you were upset that I was calling you...
0: I'm naked s- naked no, no, I'm not upset. I don't care okay. what you call me. Yeah. I just don't think yeah. it's polite.
1: Well, I don't think it's polite that you on your blog... Made a firm, you, This wasn't your opinion. You claimed this is a hoax. Meyer is a fraud. You've defamed a man. And no, you are- I
0: didn't say it was a fraud. I just said it was a hoax.
1: Well, oh, okay. Dare we split hairs on that one? You repeatedly said it's a hoax. You faked the Oh, I'll of- say it again. It's a hoax. Okay, good. So that, is that your opinion, or are you telling me that that's a fact? That's a fact. It's a fact. Yet you have been unwilling and unable to address the fundamental question. And listen, I do four-hour presentations in the Meyer case, including all the prophecies and predictions you could want. I've got a video, as the time fulfills, 55 of them, never refuted, even— Oh, for
0: crying out, this this stuff has been (laughs) refuted repeatedly, and you just ignore ignore the rebuttals to your arguments because it doesn't fit into your worldview. No. I mean, you, I know that, you know that, everybody knows that. I can say, I can sit here and you, you say, well, he sent out 3,000 letters when he was 14 years old, but none of the letters survived. He gets it instead from one of his Palladian pals, and they they publish it in 2005, and we're supposed to accept that it was really written in 1951, it with very specific, very specific predictions in it that all came true, but if I was uh, publishing something in 2005, I could make very specific posi- predictions about what would go on in the world from 1951
1: on. But you didn't, and I just gave you Neither did he! Excuse me, can I can I get a little time in with you here? You know, I just read something to you where we prove that Meyer scooped our physicists by 30 years. That was only one of those particular things. And it's all easily verifiable. And in May of 1988, Meyer also specifically wrote that there were black holes, wandering black holes, galaxy wandering black holes. That was not discovered until just Earlier this year. That's another 30 year span. I've got dozens of these things on my website. And when you say everybody's refuted them, no, nobody's. Send the refutation. Nobody does it. There's the problem. You want to make blanket statements. I go back to a specific thing. And I'm certainly surprised, Kevin, that you've never troubled yourself to go and confront this terrible hoaxer of a guy in switzerland and 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 show that his photos are fake you tell us about a photo enlarger that he must be carrying
0: around no i did not say that so you're trying to belittle the argument i am saying i know how you could fake those photos and it's very simple to do with a photo enlarger and what you're suggesting is there absolutely no photo labs in the whole subcontinent of india where that could have been done you're saying all he carried it around
1: in his backpack no, oh, it's up to you to show that there was such a thing, that a man went to get a photo enlarged or photos enlarged so he could uh, alter them, a vagabond at 27. You see, you this is so unprofessional. I don't care what the subject would be. You are just casting wild versions with not one fact to back them up. Not one.
0: I've, I've given you fact after fact,
1: and you just ignore them because it doesn't fit into your worldview. view. Odo and Larger doesn't fit into my worldview. That's right. It didn't fit into the worldview of the number one investigator for the OSI who said- Wait,
0: wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's not go back to, to the number one investigator for the OSI because-
1: Why that's not? i casting aspersions here that you cannot substantiate. And a guy who came at me as a skeptic, as a skeptic, Kevin said, your Meyer case is 100% authentic and I will take on anybody on your behalf. I investigate. I've read this man's body I've seen every video. This is an honest man and his evidence is unimpeachable. And you wanna tell me enlargers in India for UFO photos from where? Where was he taking them? How was he creating them? And the evidence, Kevin? You don't have evidence, you want to- What
0: you have, what you have are photos that were allegedly taken in 1964 and you you send me a newspaper article. No, oh, you didn't even send it to me. I had to get it myself, newspaper <laughs> article. From from uh, September of 1964, uh, written by a staff reporter from the from the newspaper, and there's a picture of uh, Billy Meyer um, in the photograph.
1: Kevin, it's called history. We have no. It's
0: called newspaper reporting. And I, would you like me to point to any number of newspaper articles that have come out that have been shown to be
1: somewhat inaccurate? Kevin, you're talking about a report that shows information the man himself a credible has been refi- telling the story since
0: 1964. 1964 i got no problem with that
1: describing photographs that we have to this day and then a retired u.n diplomat comes forward with no profit to her to, to attest to the authenticity of it and two military investigators read both of meyer and her as telling the truth and you you want to talk to me about some mythical enlarger for photos that you can't now, explain let's
0: let's let's now let's forget the mythical for Photo enlarger, because yes. this is a ridiculous argument, and and it, we no, it's it's not going to go anywhere. So well, let's stop with that. Talking. But let's go back to some of the things that I've said that that are authentic. I mean, we have we have shown that Billy Meyer's prophecies are sometimes uh, taken from b- plagiarized from other people, and there's a whole okay. long list of those.
1: <laughs> All you've said is that. Listen, I'll tell you right now, there are other people in history who have come up with some of the same things, because that is. That is a given for people. There's going to be times when more than one person foresees something. There were biblical prophets. There was this mother Yanga or whatever. There are people throughout history. Nobody has 200 plus specific ones, specific with scientific details. Meyer does. Why would that make you angry? Why are these people. I'm not angry. Why are you screaming at me? Because you you float an uh, an argument that is intended to debunk rather than investigate. You can't debunk well, it. I've to- looked. I've looked at. I've looked at the information. I've looked at all of this
0: stuff. I find it to be. I'm very skeptical of it. That apparently is not a position that is uh, something you want to to look at. You don't want to hear skeptical arguments. You just want to. You just want to call us names and say uh, you you oh. don't.
1: You're incompetent investigators. You don't do this. You don't do that. And- you had Derek Bartholomew on your show making one erroneous claim after another. And just to clarify on the Asket photos, here's Make the it bo- quick. Make it yeah. quick. They claim that Meyer took photos off of a TV set. That show from Dean Martin ended in April of seventy-four. Meyer took his photos of Asket December third, nineteen seventy-five. How is he supposed to take photos? The, DVD, the, the videotapes weren't even available until 79, four years later. If you want to be a genuine investigator on this uh, case, you, you never heard of reruns? I've checked. It was never shown in Europe until 79, if then. Do your homework and be credible. When did he, when, when did he publish those photographs? The first time was in the 70s. And it's described in the context've got I've got the actual page, the published page from them where they are talking about 1990. 1990- but, but but haven't you
0: also said that those photographs that uh, have been published of the Dean Martin people are are uh, uh, weren't taken by Billy Meyer, and that uh, they were replaced by government
1: agents or the men in black? They took his photos and then there was manipulation done drawing on old photos from the Dean Martin show from a year and a half prior. So and some of the photos that have been published have been shown to be faked. Not faked by Meyer. Impossible. He took his photos a year and a half later. This is where you guys just don't get it. No, I think that's where you just don't get it. You don't Can understand you what's going that? on here. Can you answer that? How? Here I'm looking at a contact from 1975 where they where they tell them it has to. It's a great exception that you're allowed to get photographs of Ascot near because besides this, we have found female Earth beings who look strikingly similar to them and who interestingly are also cooperating together in America. That was published in 1975. The Dean Martin show ended in 1974. There's no rebroadcast if possible, till 79. I looked it up. You didn't. And I don't want to play gotcha with you. If you want to get... Good, because we're out of time. All right. Fair enough.
0: I'll let you go. I thank you for taking time to chat with us and (laughs) rant and rave as much as you can. I will say, I will point people to your website once again at www.theyfly.com. There's an awful lot of information about Billy Meyer on the Internet. Take a look at it, both pro and con, and make up your own mind. Don't believe me? Don't believe Michael Horn? Take a look at it and decide for yourself whether or not this information is uh, accurate. Michael Horn, talk to you later. Thank you, Kevin. Good night. Good night. Uh, for those of you who have been paying attention, um, we are down to the last three shows before we go into our, I guess, series finale here at the end of November. Uh, take a look at my blog at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. And we have talked in the past about uh, my book, uh, Encounters in the Desert, which deals with the Socorro UFO landing. I think it it is a good book giving a honest evaluation, a dispassionate evaluation of the Lonnie Zamora landing in Socorro in 1964. And I think that's something that we should uh, um, be aware of, I suppose. If you like the book, put up a review on Amazon. You can get the book on Amazon. Uh, You can look at it uh, in your bookstores if you want a hard copy, that sort of thing. I'd appreciate it if you do enjoy the book to put up a review of that book, and also Roswell in the 21st Century, which again is a dispassionate look at the Roswell case as it exists uh, in, in this environment. I will be back next week with uh, Thomas Eddie Bullard talking about UFOs, and uh, we'll have Adam Dew talking about the Roswell slides at the end of the month. Uh, thanks for listening.